I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. It sure has. It's better than it has any right to be. We're better than we have any right to be. And we're going to prove it to you again. (laughs) I love, I love that. And if you think that you're not going to hear that again, Friday, January 14th. Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. You're going to hear a lot of fun stuff. That day, but we're we're not going to talk about that just now because, as the intro says, my name is Chris, and I am also Chris, and together, like on Captain Planet way back in the day, Ted Turner's documentary about recycling. <laughs> together, when our powers combine. And that one guy also has the ring that does heart, which nobody knows what the shit that does. We are not only the highest rated, most downloaded podcast on the entire Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network, the number one TN2M show in the history of the network. We are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast, and we are all your favorite podcast wants for Christmas. They asked if they could be us, and we said no. We are your friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. And I want to throw out a special appreciation to uh, Matt Wrestling in the chat. He is right. The Captain Planet is better than Captain Planet every day. I didn't have the chat open. I, I apologize. And so my it, God, uh, he knows he knows that Mati was the guy with the heart ring. Like, way to go! <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's, it's it's uncomfortable what the ring is for, but I will take your word for it. I will take your word for it. We are. As always. No, go ahead. As always, what? Uh, what what uh, you got? What you got? That. I was going to say, as always, we are the no-pants party. Oh, always. Uh, NPP, baby. You down with NPP? (laughs) Yeah, you know me. Oh, buddy. (laughs) It's a no-pants party 24-7 inside. Uh Uh-oh, Friends with Benefits Worldwide Headquarters. What have you got? Because I got something special for this week, too. But what do you got? Hit me with it. The dogfish head... Excuse me. Beer to drink music too is the name Ooh, of it. Ooh, okay. It is a India pale ale with peaches and Mayan sun salt. Ooh, wow. Mayan it's pretty sun- fucking good too. Wow. That sounds awesome. That sounds And you're not even an IPA guy. I'm not, but that sounds really good. I will go ahead and, and tell you that like that sounds really good. Uh, you know what looks really good? <sighs> 
We're looking out on the stream the there. Stream. The stream there. It is uh it is filled. It's a weird color because everybody's dumping their Thanksgiving leftovers into it that have now spoiled. So if you haven't finished your Thanksgiving leftovers by now, they're probably not going to be good for much longer, but don't pour them in our stream is all I'm saying. Because our stream is starting to smell like stuffing, and that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it could be worse. It could be, uh, it could smell like gravy, but it smells like stuffing. Mm. It's awkward. Is that the brown or the white gravy? Uh, oh, always brown. What? Always brown gravy. What are you talking about? What, you, you don't eat brown gravy with breakfast. Uh, you have brown gravy anytime. Brown gravy is welcome anytime in my digestive tract. I, I can't believe the bullshit I'm hearing right now. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Oh, everybody sound off where you stand on the gravy fight. Uh, brown gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. I listen, uh, like white gravy has its place. Brown gravy all the time is all I'm saying. I, I, uh, I disagree. Oh. Well, I don't, you have to understand that my breakfast, my, like the, my breakfast foods, my breakfast food lineup is as follows. Scrambled eggs, toast if I have strawberry jam, Bacon, obviously, mm-hmm. or assorted varieties of Pop-Tarts. Those are pretty much all I eat for breakfast. I don't generally eat biscuits in the morning for breakfast. So, like, I don't have breakfast biscuit intelligence or history. So, well, Where do you stand on donuts? Oh, I, uh, I love, I'm a huge okay. donut guy. I love me some okay. donuts. Love me some glazed donuts. Love me some jelly-filled donuts. Uh, I'm a I'm a donut connoisseur. Bear claw, always around for a good bear oh, claw. There's a, next time you travel to this neck of the woods, there's a great donut shop. Probably, like, it's less than a five-minute drive from my place. So we'll, we'll hit that up uh, the next time you're in town. I'm in. I'm 100%. I know that there's the uh, there's the oft-heralded uh, gas station that gives you donuts with filling up your gas in town, but I haven't been there in a really long time. Not, I mean, in Bowling Green, I just don't know why you'd go anywhere else but Gads. Uh, did I ever so. tell you my favorite uh, my favorite Gads story involving a uh, dear friend of the show, Tony Rose? No. All right, I had to respond to a, a, a chat message. All right, so uh, it, it takes place on a Black Friday, and the the only thing that he wants is a this will this will age the story is uh, a DVD player. This DVD player is on sale, and he's like, I got to get me this DVD player. So he's he's up early because you know uh, Gad's in town, Great American Donut Shop, open twenty four hours a day. So it's like. 3.30 in the morning, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. fucking gonna get, gonna get me this DVD player. So he lives in an apartment that's like approximately one mile from Gad's. Okay. So he drives, he drives his car over to Gad's because he's like, I'm gonna stop in, get some donuts before I go 
get my DVD player. It's going to be a great Black Friday. I'm going to come home. I'm going to take a, nap, a little nap ski. Be done. It's going to be a great day. Gets in there. It's downpouring. Stormy weather. And uh, he's like, all right, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to run in, get the donuts, be on my way. going to leave the car running. It's going to be great. Goes in. Realizes as as he's out in the rain. Oh, shit. I locked my keys in the running car. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Like, the door locked behind him, right? So he's like, oh, no. His spare keys in his apartment. So he goes, okay. So he goes in. And like, there's, there's of course one guy in there and he's, he's, you have to imagine that he's got his hands, palms down, both hands out, rolling the dough, right? Like he's rolling the, the dough for the new, the new crop of donuts that are coming. Okay. And so Tony goes, Hey, you know, I just locked my keys in my car. Uh, it's downpouring. You know, do you have a phone that I can use? to call somebody and help me get my keys out without even looking up. The guy just goes, you shit out of luck. What? Just keeps rolling. the do- So he had to walk back to his apartment, wake up his landlord at three 30 in the morning to open his apartment, to get his spare keys out, to walk back, to unlock his car in the pouring rain at three 30 in the morning on black Friday. I think the crit, well, <laughs> for some reason, you said DVD player in my mind went to like 2008. <laughs> and I was like, no, it was probably no. much earlier than that. Right, We're yeah. probably talking like oh, oh, 2000, 2001. Yeah. I was gonna be like, why didn't he just use a cell phone? And I was like, wait, yeah. hold on. It was like only 2000. He may not yeah. have had one. Yeah. So, yeah, he had to walk about a mile both ways in the downpour rain to, to wake up his landlord at 3.30 to let him into his apartment. Oof. It's like that's the worst uh, I could possibly imagine. That, that's that's got to because the whole time that you're walking back, you're like, "This is going to be awful." Because when I get back to where I live, I still have to wake somebody up to get me where I need to be, and then I have to walk another mile. Yeah. I, honestly, <laughs> in that situation, I would just look at my landlord and be like, "I know you're up." I'll give you ten bucks and buy you donuts if you just drive me back to my car. Just bring me the mile, and then just go back with some fresh donuts because you know he's making them. By the time you get back there, they're going to be ready. Even though I probably wouldn't want to give that dickhead any of my money at right? that point. Is it that? And then I, th- I think I think he said when he got back to the car, he was so pissed off that he just got in the car, drove back to the apartment, went to bed. Yeah, that's what I do, because, like, I mean, I was going to ask, like, in that situation, do you still go and try and get the deal? But I don't think you do. Like, at that point, I'm too angry to try and go. Yeah, like, at at that point, I feel like that's a sign that it's just, like, it's not meant for you today. Like, today is just not your day. Yeah. And I don't know how much of a deal it was on the DVD player, but I, I feel like at that point, your entire day is just so soured that you can't you can't even like be because to do like because at that point you know there wasn't you know online black friday it was all in store like in the era of of cheap dvd of discounted dvd players it was all like if you wanted a deal you had to go to a store yep and so i mean you have to be in a certain mood 
to not even enjoy yourself, but to tolerate, to, to not end up in jail. Yeah. To, to be able to handle a black Friday crowd. Yeah. Like you, you have to have, like you can't be in a bad mood to start because you will end up in jail in a fight. Like it's going to only end badly if you start out unhappy. So I, I feel like he probably made the right decision. So I don't know, but so uh, if you're telling Black Friday stories, I got a, a very very quick one to tell. All right, what's up? Um, so you know, I used to work at that chicken place that isn't open on Sundays. Yeah, uh, and 2007. Okay. I think this was 07. The mall is opening at 5 a.m. Maybe maybe even like, no, it was 5 because it was 4 the next year, and that was my last year doing Black Friday stuff. Um, So, you know, I agree. I'm like, if I get there at 5, I'm off at like 1. I can just go home. And this was when I started my, like, park really far away and just walk across the parking lot thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I get there, and it's 5 a.m., and people are screaming at, like, legitimately screaming at the poor cashiers up front because they don't have, um, like, it's 5 a.m., we're serving breakfast, and people are like, Oh, I, I, I just want my sandwich with fries. Just like it's five a.m. Like, do you really want a fried chicken sandwich and like a large cherry coke at five a.m.? Yeah, like is that really? Uh, yeah, why are you trying to mess up your stomach and and like they 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 say you know it's bad to mess up your sleep cycle. I also feel like it's bad to upset your eating cycle. Like, yeah. like, and and uh, this is coming from a guy who loves breakfast for dinner, but at the same time, it's like I won't eat like dinner for breakfast. I feel like that's a cardinal sin. <laughs> can't do that. Same. Um, and yeah, I mean, you you want to talk about that? Like, if I ever had to like open, I still wouldn't eat. Like, you know, there are people that would like, oh no, this biscuit's gonna go bad. Better eat it, and like that kind of stuff. Before, like, but if it was like ten, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna start clearing breakfast stuff out," and like, "Do you want anything?" And it's like, "Nah, bro." Like, no. Like, I'm gonna eat at like eleven thirty or twelve, like I would, because I was in my early twenties, like, because that's when I would wake up. Um, and that's the kind of like eating habit and schedule I'm going to keep. Yeah, that's sushi for breakfast. No. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. But yeah, like, so I just, and the, cause I remember, cause that was the same year, the, the pizza place, like Sabaros apparently in rare, like in busy locations, like New York city and that kind of stuff apparently has breakfast food. Really? So they would send it out to, places that were opening on black Friday and they, uh, 
so you know, like they had like cinnamon rolls and uh, you know, breakfast sandwich, you know, like things like that that were literally just unwrapped, put in the oven, put under the heat lamp, cell. And they were getting screamed at by people who wanted like pepperoni pizza again at five a.m. Why though? Why? Like at that point, have yourself a nice breakfast burrito. Have yourself a scrambled egg mix. Have yourself something, uh, you know. Breakfasty, something with maple syrup on it. Yeah, like ugh, gross. I don't want tomato paste for breakfast. No. <sighs> if you get an email, by the way, um, that there was an Instagram login, that was me. Okay, it's not a, it's not a someone stealing our identity. Just as a side note, that's uh, you know doing business on the show. This. Fair. Side note, you still need to send me the login to the Instagram. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> um, because, uh, yeah, I had to had to send a message from the show page. So. Well, okay, and I, I do want to clarify one thing. Clarify one thing for me real quick. I'm never going to say I haven't been hungover and had cold pizza in the morning for breakfast. Right, like there are, there's always exceptions. Uh, there's always... There's always, like, like, that thing. But, like, you're not going to, like, wake up and have, like, spaghetti for breakfast. Are you, like, you're not going to have, like, you're not, you're not going to make, like, meatloaf for breakfast. No. No, you're not going to, you're not going to be like, I'll have, um, gosh, what, what else do people eat for dinner? I don't know. I'm going to have this calzone. Well, calzone's kind of pizza, so fucking never mind. Uh, I'm going to have this cheese McDonald's cheeseburger for breakfast. No, that's yeah. why they don't serve it for breakfast. Have this ni- nice pot roast I'm going to, you know, cook up for breakfast in the morning. No, no, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, no. We're, ugh. Ugh. I'm have a nice breakfast ham sandwich. No, Ugh. that's weird. It's weird. No, um, I don't know. All right, we're gonna have to do. A, apparently, now we're gonna have to do a whole thing about. We're gonna have to do a whole thing about breakfast. Like, whoa, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> apparently, a, a nice piping hot stew. No, yeah, for like breakfast. Chicken noodle soup for breakfast. No, <laughs> yeah, like what? No, you're. That's not acceptable. Hey, have this nice salmon spread for breakfast. No. Like, why would you do that? I can't. I can't do that. I don't know. Um, You know what? uh, I've I've been super excited to tell you about this, though. Oh, God. Since since this past weekend. Uh, Because I was sending out... I was trying to be sneaky about sending snapchats because i feel like i wasn't allowed to you ever do like i was feeling like i was breaking the rules uh because um you know uh i was uh i got to be part of a uh a sneak preview weekend and and uh it was a i was on webcam and i was trying to like hold my phone up that like i got a good (laughs) angle but i it wasn't on my web it didn't show up on my webcam uh, we got an email about uh, from this, this company called Secret Cinema. They're based out of, uh, I think they're based out of London. Uh, they're based out of, um, yeah, London. And 
it's at first I thought it was a scam email that was trying to get all my information because it's like, Hey, we've, uh, we've been talking to Sony pictures and we've identified you guys as Ghostbusters super fans. And I'm like, all right, I know a scam when I see one because they're going to ask for like my personal information or something. And it's like, you know, they're like, we're a, we're a London, you know, performance group and we're doing this Ghostbusters experience. And I was like, okay, like, if you know me, you know, I, I like Ghostbusters a little bit. And so I'm like, all right, I'm interested. And then they're like, we want to have you participate in one of our preview weekend shows. And I was like, okay, but you're based out of London. So never mind. And I went about my life. And then a couple days later, I was like, I'm just going to read about it and see what it is. And then I realized it's a virtual experience. And so they, I went in to put in the coupon code and it's like, all of these shows are sold out. So nice try. Uh, now you're too late. And then also everything's in Greenwich mean time. So I was having to like do the math backwards. It was like military time and Greenwich mean time. So it was like Saturday, the, you know, 20, whatever. And it was like at 2245. And I'm like, what the fuck time is that? Like, I don't know what, like, I'm trying to like do the math. I've got. I literally was like, I, I was, I, I pulled up um, Google. I was like, okay, Google, if it's twenty two forty five, what time is it in Central Time? Like, I was like having it do the conversion for me because I'm that pathetic. <laughs> what was that? Like one forty five? It. I ended up signing up for one. I don't remember what. I, I signed up for one. It was it was nine forty five there, but it was three forty five here. Okay. Because um, I ended up realizing that you have to just subtract six hours for Central Time. Yeah, and I, was I like, don't know why I right. jumped to like a nine-hour time difference when I know it's only like five yeah. for yeah, Eastern. I was going to say, I think it's five for you. Yeah, it's six for me. So I was like, I was trying to figure it out. So Sunday at, I think, three 3.15 or 3.45, whatever it was, signed up for it. And I was I was ready to go. And so I'm like, it's a it's a it's like a practice weekend it's a preview weekend so they're like you know there's unpolished stuff stuff might not be exactly you know right but you know they wanted they wanted uh you know they wanted us to be a part of helping to shape what it's going to look like and so i'm trying to be like i'm trying to tell everybody about it that i'm doing it but i'm also trying to not just like hold my camera up to the webcam because it's like you do it on your computer and Um, and so like, and then the people can see you. So I'm like, I don't want to just like hold up my phone and record. So I'm like trying to like be real, like (laughs) sneaky. And I think it worked because nobody called me out on it. Uh, but basically here's what it is, is you, you, you sign up for, you get your tickets and you're on, you're put on a team and there's like 12 teams per session. And so you go through and it's like, it's split up where it's like, there's, interactive parts where there's actors who can see your screen and they'll like talk, they'll talk back and forth with you. And then there's like pre-recorded stuff that just advances the story. And then there's interactive games you can play. And oh, nice. so, so it's, um, so basically the way it works is it takes place in November of 1985. So it's one year after the first movie and in order to help bring more business in, the Ghostbusters have started this uh, paranormal institute where you can learn 
how to basically be a Ghostbuster. It's like a, you know, Ghostbuster university. And the main story is you go and take a tour of the famous landmarks of the first movie. And so like you show up at the firehouse and there are actors who are playing, um, all of the Ghostbusters and Janine, who the Janine actress is just freaking fantastic, by the way. That's awesome. Like, she's amazing. Uh, and then um, you, she ends up, the Janine actress takes you to the Central Park West apartment building where you run into Lewis and Dana and a couple of original characters. Uh, and then of course the story kind of progresses from there and falls apart and doesn't like the story doesn't fall apart, but like what they're trying to do falls apart and chaos ensues. And like, you have to jump in, um, you have to jump in and basically save the day. And then there's like, so you, you divide up in your teams and there's like team versus team. There's like a trivia challenge and there's like, uh, a couple different parts that, uh, you have to compete amongst your team and then against other teams. And um, because what you're doing is you're trying to gather enough psychokinetic energy to do something fun at the end. Um, And then at the end, you get this like nice little certificate. Dude, it's super fun. Like here's the thing is I I was at a disadvantage because like it was just me. Like I didn't have anybody else on my team. I had one person on my team with me, but um, they were, it was a complete stranger and they had their webcam and microphone turned off the entire time. Nobody ever addressed them, so it was really weird. Um, it assigned me a name. Like, I, I put in my name, and then it randomly assigned me the name. Uh, hold on. It gave me a really great name, and I want to use it as my name from now on for everything. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me get let me get the actual name. that Herbert Dinkelmeyer. God, if only. Uh, they gave me the name hold on because uh i want to make sure i get it right um yeah so from now on anybody who wants to address me like in in a formal setting uh you can call me gilbertine fatma gilbertine gilbertine fatma f-a-t-m-a yeah that's my last name gilbertine is my first name never ever heard of it never heard of the name gilbertine before um so like it pops up and janine is like all right, green team. So, Gilbertine, tell me about yourself. And I'm like, who the fuck is? And I look down. I'm like, oh my god, that's me. So, like, I just like, <laughs> I just, I leaned into it, and I'm like, my name's Gilbertine. I'm from this. Like, I just, like, it was awesome. Uh, and so, at, when I got done with it, I tweeted, and I was just like, Gilbertine. That is all. Like, that's it. That's all. <laughs> I, I just, I only want to be known as Gilbertine. Like, from here on out, it was awesome. But I feel like. If I had a group of like three or four of us that were playing and we were all playing together and like, cause there are some games that require, like one of the games requires two people. And so I was trying to do both parts by myself, which was a bit of a pain in the ass, but with multiple people, like it's, it's a lot of fun. Like you have to, you have to kind of like go into it prepared to like, you know, to look kind of dumb and like kind of be goofy with it and like kind of, but it's so much fun, like with people that, you know, like Ghostbusters and like, like there was a team, the blue team when I was playing, it was some team because everybody was dressed in their Ghostbuster jumpsuits. 
Um, so like they got it, like they were having fun with it. Uh, like it's, it's super, it's, it's really, really like what they're doing. That idea is, is super cool. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it sounds like a fucking blast too. Like, it's, it's, it's really like, I wish that I would have taken it seriously earlier so that all of us could have, could have like gone at the same time and been on one team together. Cause it would have been great. Um, but, um, they haven't gone like public yet. It's still in the preview weekends, but when they go public, um, we're going to be able to give away some, some codes to be able to play. So we'll, we'll follow up with that. Um, so, uh, we might actually do one where, uh, maybe cause you can have up to six people on a team. So oh, nice. what we may do is we may have it be like you and me, and then maybe some listeners who want to play. We can, we can, uh, we'll have some codes to give away to some of our listeners. So maybe we could all play as like a hashtag FWB podcast team. God, that'd be amazing. Like that would be super fun. It, it takes about 90 minutes from start to finish. Um, but it's a super cool story. Uh, it's a lot of fun and like, I, I want to do it. Again. Like as soon as I got done, I was like, I really want to do this again. Like knowing, knowing what it is like and, and knowing like how to do how, how to, how to play well and how to like get the most out of it. Like I want to play again. Like it's super cool. So I really appreciate them uh, reaching out and and wanting to work with us on it. Um, so we'll have some more once they once once they roll into uh, some more uh, and start rolling them out publicly. Because I went back and I looked, and they're still only in the they haven't updated after the preview weekend because preview weekend ended this past weekend. Uh, oh, so they're they're like uh, they're going to be reaching out and asking for for feedback. Like because uh, I got some notes about like stuff I really liked, stuff that I wish that they would change a little bit that didn't. Um, that didn't make sense for me. Um, but dude, overall, it was a blast. Like, and the first, like, I got like ten minutes in, and I was like, shit. I wish that, like, I wish you were playing, and I wish like we had a couple other people who were playing that would like get it and would have a lot of fun with it because, like, it's a it's a super fun like group thing to do. I don't recommend you do it by yourself like I did, but because uh, I mean, it's not bad. Like, it's not bad to do it by yourself because like I had a blast. Like, it was a lot of fun, but like it would have been even more fun. Like to hang out and like and, and and and, you know, go through it with people that I know are like, you know, my friends and and fans of it and like would get into it. So. um. But yeah, so uh, we'll have more information on that uh, as as um, when they get ready to launch. Uh, we'll have some some ticket giveaways. We'll have some discount codes, um, and I feel like we want to run. We might be running a promotion of uh, go through a paranormal institution class with us. God, yes, I think that would be really really fun. So um, we'll be we'll be team no pants party as we go through. Absolutely, and that will be the rule: is uh, before everything starts, uh, you know, we'll we'll all not wear pants and go through the Ghostbusters paranormal. Uh, pants removal's a must. Yes. So that's what I did this weekend. Uh, instead of doing any Black Friday shopping or anything like that, there was just nothing I wanted. So instead, I wanted <laughs> uh, to go through the. Um, I wanted to do this Ghostbusters virtual experience, um, and it was pretty badass. And I'm super psyched. 
for when they when they when they go public and like do like we need to play like we need to play the only uh the only black friday shopping i did was while i was driving back from my parents house <laughs> you shouldn't do that what the t-shirts were going to sell out yeah well and i think they did is it the one that you sent me yeah did you get one yeah yeah sure did yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, so no, that was good. Um, but you also had another weekend experience uh, that's going to tie into uh, something else that we're going to talk about tonight. Because um, I, I didn't, I didn't see it myself, but I heard about your interesting experience over the weekend. So it's only ever happened to me twice in my life. Finger where... in the butt. Oh, no, no, no. I said twice. Oh, oh. Uh, it's only ever happened to me twice in my life. And the first time it wasn't even, um, the first time it wasn't even a full outage, the projector overheated. And this was, oh my gosh, I, I know I've told you this story before, but we were going to an 11 o'clock showing of uh, The Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How was and that, the projector, by the way? Oh, Not great. Oh, I lo- love the movie. Really? Okay. It's probably... It's definitely one of my favorite Tarantinos. Interesting. My um, my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies are as follows. And it's not even really a Quentin Tarantino movie, um, depending on how you consider that. From Dusk Till Dawn. Definitely. He wrote it, so uh, yeah, yeah. He wrote it, so, and, and he's in it, so it's pretty much, it's pretty much complete. Um... Um, way down the list. Now, yeah, that's about it. From Dusk Till Dawn is pretty much it. Not a Pulp Fiction fan? Yeah, like, Pulp Fiction's okay, but I feel like my, my problem with Pulp Fiction was by the time I watched it, everybody had hyped it up so much that I was yeah. like, okay, and then I was like, eh, I mean, it's good, but it's not like, you know, I'm not like pitching a tent. I get that. You know. Um, But anyway, sorry. Sorry to interject. So we were going to an 11 o'clock screening, and that movie is just shy of three hours long. Yeah. And so it went down right before the previews were going to start at, like, 10.57 and didn't come back up until 11.40. Wow. Yeah, I got to my car... And it was, keep in mind, this is like, this is between Christmas and New Year's. So it's like late December. So it is Uh, freezing and almost three in the morning when I leave the theater. I could have passed Tony on his way to get donuts. Yeah, no, really? They were, you were like, hey man, this happened. And the guy was like, man, you're shit out of luck. (laughs) That's also, that's also the, uh, the donut shop of the uh, pump up the jam story. Oh, I remember the pump up the Which jam is one story. One of my favorite stories. Pump, but pump it up. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this past Sunday, uh, was going to see Ghostbusters. Going to try and go see it for the second time. A, a rarity for me now to catch a movie twice in theaters. But really wanted to see Ghostbusters again. So go get tickets. Get to the theater. Get our seats. Get in. Get some snackage. 
sitting down. Theater's not very crowded, maybe 15 people in there. Um, and the trailers start. And I just, I, I have to make note here that I'm kind of excited for it, like cautiously optimistic, but that Matrix trailer is starting to be the bane of my existence. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Super Pets trailer. No, I actually only saw <laughs> I saw it for the first time on Sunday. It looks, it so looks not bad. The Matrix trailer ends, the screen cuts off, and I have never, never seen a movie theater this bright before. Like, all the house lights come on. Like, the fluorescent lights and the ceiling, all of those come on. So it's like what they do for, like, their end-of-the-night cleaning crew. Yeah, like, that's not normal. Uh, so it's like, huh, we sit there for a few minutes thinking maybe it overheated, maybe someone's going to check on it. And after, like, five minutes, I'm just like, I turn, and I'm like, I'm going to go check on this. So I walk out of the theater, and as I'm walking up, I see three, like, the guy has a couple people talking to him, and there are, like, three other people coming up, and he's like, yeah, it seems like there was a full power outage. And as I'm turning to head back to my theater, I hear someone say, yeah, we were in one of, like, the far corner theaters, and we heard this loud pop, and then the power went out. Yeah, the loud pop is usually a bad sign before everything goes out. So get back to the theater, kind of, you know, call out, hey, there was a power outage, they're working on it, blah, blah, blah. So um, a few minutes after that, probably another 10 minutes, a manager comes in and it's like, hey, we're going to be giving you all brand checks, so just feel free, you know, anyway, but just feel free to hang out, and we're just going to, like, try and get the movie up in a few minutes. After about another... I don't know, seven to ten minutes, someone else in the theater goes out and they come back and they're like, yeah, guys, I didn't get a chance to talk to them because there are like ten people out there speaking to them and I heard the manager say, yes, we're probably going to have to shut down for the day. Yeah. Computer systems were down and not coming back up. Like, I'm assuming this was all just like the emergency lighting in the theater. Or all those like fluorescent overheads to help people like find a way out if there's like a, a power outage or... Something like that. But, I mean, yeah, their computers were down. The refreshments were down. Like, everything wasn't working. The power's out. You can't make anybody a root beer. Yeah. Go home. So, but uh, honestly, like, the first time in my life I've ever had to leave a theater because the power, like, went out and didn't come back on. Jeez. Yeah, I've never had it. I've had it, um... I've had it, like go out and then come right back and more often i've had it where like the sound doesn't work that that's what happened when i went to go see ghostbusters to start is like the uh the preview because all the theaters here are the are regal theaters so they have Mm -hmm. the marina maria menounos uh pre-roll and cinemark has those too um i didn't know if those were just a regal thing um so Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, Maria Menounos starts talking, but nothing's happening, and it's all quiet, and which oddly made it more enjoyable. Uh, but it went through the entire thing, and then um, it even did like the the roller coaster through the candy and all that mm-hmm. stuff, which is yeah, honestly a great part. And I'm sad that that didn't have sound, but then the sound came back for previews. So maybe the movie's just kind of cursed a little bit. Yeah, maybe uh... I don't know. Yeah. So while we're on the topic, I want to ask, uh, what's the worst movie you've ever seen in theaters? Ooh. Um, 
I haven't seen a lot of like bad movies. I'll, I'll tell you the one. Uh, I'll tell you the the most boring, my my least favorite experience, and it was actually it was a crappy movie. I thought it was going to be good. It was back. I was much younger, and it was uh, flagship cinema, uh, Falmouth, Maine. Shout out, um, R.I.P. They're they're long gone. Um, but uh, it's when I used to go to the movies like a lot, and it was an R-rated movie, and that was back when they could just call your parents and be like, "Yeah, your parents say it's cool. You can go in." And I went to go see. Uh, yeah, I went to go see Mimic. Which is an awful movie, but I thought it was going to be cool because it was rated R. And if you've never heard about Mimic, it's like this, uh, like shape shifting inside of a museum, like quasi thriller, not really thriller, horror, drama movie. And I thought it was going to be amazing because the trailers are great. It was boring as shit. Um, and I just remember uh, that the guy was like super because I was like, gosh, I was like 12 or 13 or 14, like trying to get into this movie. And the guy was like, well, we got to call your parents and they got to say that it's OK. So I had to like I had to like use their their house phone and call my house and have my parents be like, yeah, he can go see it. Who cares? Um, and they, my dad did. My dad was like, yeah, it's fine. Like you can go see it. It's probably going to be shit anyway. Go ahead. And he was right. But, uh, yeah, it was a, all around, it was a horrible experience and it was a bad movie. Not good. Not good. So, you know, those like fathom events. I love fathom events. Well, wait till you hear about this one. Uh, my friend Tyler got some tickets one night only in theaters. Ooh. One night only, only one screening in Lexington KY at the Regal Cinemas. Yeah. So three of us go to the opening theatrical premiere. Oh, I know where this is going. Of Jeepers Creepers 3. Yup. From the director who brought you Clown House. <laughs> and, uh,. The first Jeepers Creepers I genuinely enjoy. The second Jeepers Creepers is weird, but okay. So I was like cautiously, like I wasn't excited, but I wasn't like, I was like, hey, it's a cool way to hang out with my friend. So. Or so you thought. We go. And yeah. Yeah. Like 20 minutes into because it, it has a strong opening first scene. Um, where like the, the, where they're driving and the hand gets cut off. Yeah. Really strong opening, very first scene. So, um, I like sit there and watch it. And both of my friends turn to me at some point during the movie and go, this is so bad. Like Tyler at one point leans over and goes, I'm sorry we came to this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then they do that like really dumb shit where they tie it in. And basically like the, the football bus driving off at the end is the bus from Jeep Jeepers Creepers too, which makes no sense because Spoilers! You know, 
Uh, who yeah, cares? No, the movie's yeah. eight years old. It's trash. Eight years now, probably like five, but yeah. still, I don't give a shit. The movie's I mean, it's, terrible. It's don't good. watch it. Yeah, don't don't watch it. Um, it's bad. Yeah, and it's bad. they also do that. They also do that hook at the end where they make it seem like they're setting up for Jeepers Creepers four, which we're getting. Just you know, not. We're getting it, and it's going to be pedophile free. Yeah, you can say Victor that. Salva. You can say that, and uh, it's not slander because he he's convicted. So pedophile, convicted pedophile, Victor Salva. I feel like that should be his official title. Massive douchebag, Victor yeah, Salva. Gross. Like you look at a picture of him, and and he's gross. Like I try not to. Like uh, okay. I try not to judge people based solely on appearance because sometimes you can't help how you look. Sometimes you just were not dealt the winning hand genetically. I understand that. Not trying to put anybody down based solely on the way they look. But if you Google image search a picture of Victor Salva, tell me he just doesn't look like a fucking creeper. Like, uh, uh, he looks like a creeper. And not, I'm yep. not saying that because the, the, the creature from Jeepers Creepers is named the creeper. Like, not trying to tie it in. I'm saying, like, he would be, he would have been perfect if he would have just been an actor in a John Wayne Gacy <laughs> movie. Like, Biopic. yeah, if he would have just been cast as John Wayne Gacy instead of being a director, like, his life might have actually been worthwhile but instead he just looks like a friggin creeper like he looks like the kind of guy that has to tell his neighbors when he moves in and now he does he does have to tell his neighbors when he moves into a neighborhood Mm -hmm. but like he looks like a gross person that you like you see him putting boxes in his house and you're like we are not talking to him like I do not. That's how she skipped during trick or treat. Yeah, though, legally he probably has to. Yeah, I so. feel like you can't. Like you have to turn people away. But yeah, like he's the kind of guy that like the U-Haul pulls up, that guy gets out, and you're like, you stay the fuck away from him. Like, <laughs> do not, don't even like approach him. Like we're not making him cookies. We're not doing, and we're not going by and saying welcome to the neighborhood. We're just going to avoid eye contact. Every single opportunity we get. Because he looks gross. Like, dirt under your fingernails gross. Like, just, ugh. Ugh. But I will give Fathom Events credit that, thanks to them, I have been able to see a lot of fantastic movies in theaters. Uh, okay. Like I've been able to see uh, Psycho and Jaws and the original Halloween and uh, 84 Ghostbusters, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like I've been able to see a lot of movies that I either wasn't alive for or didn't know about, didn't appreciate, you know, to watch them in theaters. Um then now like i've been able to watch them now and it's awesome and their selections lately have not been that great for me but i love that idea where like they they bring back movies that you know you might have missed uh that are classics um 
you know, that might, uh, that would otherwise have no reason to be in theaters, but they give you the chance to see them. And that's awesome. And I love that. Like, uh, if I ever told you the, the, the way I saw the original Halloween for the, uh, in theaters for the first time? No. Um, they aired it as a midnight movie on a Saturday in October here. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really awesome. That, um, that is super cool. Yeah, they showed the original trailer in front of it and then got to see Halloween on big screen. I love I loved seeing OG Halloween because uh, they did like a I think in 18 they did a it was an anniversary. Um, I guess it was the 40th. So they, they had it back. Um, and I got I got so pissed off because they they started to run some really good stuff when all the theaters here in town were closed like they did a they did a 40th anniversary for um Friday the 13th and oh. missed it because uh they did a they did a die hard showing uh last christmas uh like it, it wasn't on christmas but it was like right around it was in december uh so they 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 did a die hard showing and all like the theaters because the the two theater the two movie theaters here in town are both regal so they were shut down uh so i missed last october uh, last Halloween, it was Friday the 13th and, uh, or it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that was 80. Uh, so 2020 they did the, uh, they did the anniversary showing for it and I couldn't go because it, all the, both the theaters here were shut down. So that one hurt, but I appreciate the fact that they did it. Because some of these movies have, like, the Jaws one was 2015 for the anniversary for that. Like, they, they try and do anniversaries, which are all, which is awesome. Uh, and so thanks to them, I've been able to see every Ghostbusters movie in theaters um, so far. So I love that. Um, you know, it's, it's super cool uh, that, like, with the exception of Ghostbusters 2, because I don't have um, my ticket anymore but i have the tickets for all the rest of them you know so like i have a ticket for every ghostbusters movie in theaters except for the second one um so far because uh, someone will show it again and i'll get a ticket for it but um i've i had to know that like i've seen them all and part of that is thanks to them because i was uh let's see i was like two and a half weeks old when the first one came out so i there was no way that they were going to take my parents were going to take me to go see it um so missed out on that one at the time, but uh, was able to make up for it. But yeah, they they do awesome. Like getting to see Psycho on on the big screen was amazing. Um, Jaws was amazing. Um, I'll tell you the other great. It, it, it's a non traditional theater experience, but uh, seeing a, a movie like projected up uh, Jaws on the water, yeah, is. Awesome! If you've never had the chance to see Jaws in it, sitting in an inner tube, you need to do yourself a favor and watch it that way because it's awesome. It's so good, dude. One of my favorite uh, recent movie memories is uh, twenty twenty. You know, um, 
when the shit was going down, went to go see at a drive-in. I hadn't been in a drive-in since I was like seven. I've been to a drive-in like twice in my life, when I was 17 and when I was 35. So, um, you know, it was just, it was a ton of fun. We may or may not. I mean, I'm not going to say whether or not I took beer to the movie. I'm going to let you infer that yourself. Um, yeah, I think we all but, know, you know the just, answer. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Am I going to sneeze? Uh-oh. Ready? Bless you. Now you're not going to, because I did it. Oh, no. But see? <laughs> oh, thanks for not muting your microphone on that one. Well, yeah, no. I, I mean, I can't talk about it, then mute myself. <laughs> like, we have to have the, yeah. Uh, I have <laughs> to, to have give the, the people, uh, you know, there has to be payoff. Yeah, we, um, we needed the payoff to that story. So we went, and the, the movies were... It was The Conjuring and Annabelle. The first Annabelle is terrible. But you know who didn't care because they were allegedly inebriated by that point? Uh, I'm guessing you. Yeah. And, you know, it's this, uh, it's in Paris, Kentucky, you know, about 40 minutes from Lexington. Uh, my buddy drove. And <laughs> I ever told you about how I smarted off to a state trooper. I do remember that story. Yeah, I think that statute of limitations is still going, so I'm not going to yeah. go into the full story again. Um, but, yeah, so, but just, like, it was that really nice, like, still probably about, you know, I was in jeans. I don't even think I wore jeans. I was in, like, shorts and a hoodie and was fine. Um, two guys selling drugs to each other tried to fight my friend Kyle. You've met Kyle. I don't know why anyone would try and fight him. Yeah, why? Um, why would you fight him? <laughs> Poop Dalla. Why but, would you fight him? But it just was so idiotic to, or not idiotic. It was just so nice to get out and be in that like movie atmosphere. And they haven't raised their prices on a lot of stuff. So it's like, I, I think I went to the concession booth like twice that night and spent 15 bucks combined between my two trips. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah, and that included, like, the first time I got, like, chicken fingers and popcorn, and the second time I got funnel cake, because, you know, it's funnel cake. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, the last time I went to the drive-in was uh, to see Avengers Age of Ultron. And okay. uh, it was a an awful experience all the way around, and I hate drive-ins. So, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I don't think I'd go to a new movie in a drive-in. No, I hated it. I hated it so much. Like, I would really only want to go to a drive-in for the... Because, I mean, you, in all honesty, like we weren't going to the drive-in to watch the movie. We were going to be able to get out and do something and hang out. To drink and neck. Yes. Drinking and necking. That's what you do with the drive-in. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, you know, like we all took camping chairs and we basically parked because they were only selling. You know, even the drive-in was doing every other parking spot at that point. So we just, you know, there was uh, Ryan's truck, open space, Evan's truck, and they both backed in. So we had the tailgates down, a bunch of, like, camping chairs and that sort of thing. We basically felt more like a tailgate than, like, the watching movies. But it's not like we, we weren't, like, loud or rambunctious or anything. But the seven of us that went just sat there, like, hanging out and talking the entire time and had a blast with it. 
That's fun. Yeah, see, I would go, so, if I went to a drive-in now, it would just be to cause trouble. Yeah. And they wouldn't, well, they, like, would, they would kick me out, because I would, I would hate, I would hate, I, like, I would be doing everything but watching, be, be watching the movie. I would not want to watch but the like, movie. But, okay, if it was me, you, and, like, the live art guys, and we took a bunch of beer and say they were showing, like... Evil Dead 2 and Season of the Witch. Ooh. I would spend the whole movie yelling out obnoxiously, where's John Popper? And, <laughs> and they would eventually kick me out. No, like it would, that would be fun because, yeah. like, because we would be able to give, like, not commentary, but, like, we would... If it's a movie like that where I've seen it, enough that I don't need to watch it again and it would just be like hanging out and and the chatter over it like that's yeah. that's different uh, and that's so. like that that's why you know seeing Age of Ultra I would never I would never go to a movie that like especially something like that um yeah I just I, I wouldn't do anything like I I, I don't want to see a new movie at a drive-in because I feel like it's just going to be the outside world is going to be distracting. Well, here was the other problem is it came out in the summer. So when you're trying to watch it, the sun doesn't set until like nine o'clock. Yeah. So you're watching it and it's like the, the, they don't darken the screen. Obviously like you, you kind of can't. So you're watching it and the, like it's not truly dark. So you're missing a lot of detail and yeah, it's just, it was just a, bad experience. Oh, it was just like a lot of little things that kind of added up that I was just like, I don't enjoy this. And I'm sober. That was what Can I, I tell was. you my Can I tell you my awesome experience about seeing the original Avengers in theaters? Uh, absolutely. So, you know, way back 2012, uh, I had two weeks off between when I was working at the chain pharmacy before I was starting in the private one. And Avengers was coming out at that point. And um, so, you know, I get a call at like uh, probably somewhere in the seven, eight o'clock range. And it's Travis. And he's like, hey, um, do you want to watch Avengers? And I was like, yeah, you know, Kyle and I plan to see it tomorrow. Like we were going to go to a midnight showing like or nine o'clock or something like that. We we were going to buy tickets to a showing the next day. And he's like, no, like, do you want to watch it tonight? We have to screen it. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we have to screen the movie. So like, do you want to not have to deal with the crowd and come watch it tonight? And I was like, Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What time do you want me there? And he's like, here's the thing. We have to wait until the theater's empty. And I was like, okay. He's like, the last showing, he's like, the last movie ends at 1155. So can you get here around midnight? And I was like, uh, no, I think it was actually like 1 a.m. when we started it. And I remember, uh, I was like, hey, do you care if I like, you know, the girl I was seeing at the time, she and I went and I get to the theater. I'm like talking with him and I'm like, hey, do you care if I call Kyle to, cause you know, like, and see if he wants to come here? He's like, no, 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 give him a call, give him a call. So like I just remember like picking up the phone, calling Kyle, and being like, "Hey, bud, what are you doing?" He's like laying here playing video games. I was like, "You want to watch Avengers?" 
He's like, yeah, we're seeing it tomorrow. I was like, no, like, how soon can you get to the mall? And I can hear him getting up and getting, like, getting his stuff together to leave. And he was like, I'll be there in, like, ten minutes. And I, like, legitimately think it was, like, seven. (laughs) I think he just, like, flew across, not across town, because he basically lived over by, um, you know that CVS and Little Caesars we always go to? Yes, I sure do. yeah, he lived over there and oh, just okay. yeah, got to the mall. That's like, super close. Under, yeah. Yeah, that's real close. So, yeah, just got to see the day before it hit theaters, got to see Avengers. Like, just the first one, just Avengers. Uh, with, like, a theater of six. That's awesome. And it was in, like, the biggest theater they had. I don't think it was... It wasn't the next day or anything like that at that point, but it's still just, like... You know, they're 300 person theater and there were six people in there. That's super cool. Everybody had a good seat. Yeah. Yeah. There's something fun about going to a theater to see a movie. Um, I'm going to try and do the a Thursday night showing for uh, the new Spider-Man as well, like I did with Ghostbusters. I don't know. I haven't I haven't even checked for tickets yet. I don't even know if they're available, but I feel like here they'll be available. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll 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 risk it. I'll risk it. I don't know. But that's gonna be the next one I see in theaters. Um otherwise I went gosh like a full I went March of 19 to November of 21 in between theater visits. So it was a full two, uh, two and a half years, more than two and a half years. Cause it's 19 to 20, 20 to 21 and then March to November. So yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, it was a while. It was like, two years and eight months that I was in between movie theater viewings. Are we counting the, the time we rented a theater to watch scream as going to the theater? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you were inside a movie theater watching a yeah. movie. So I guess that counts. The f- okay. Between going to public screenings of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was February of 22. Oh, wow. February of 22. When did I go back to a theater this year? That was a private screening. I genuinely don't know. Like, honestly, maybe Shang-Chi. So July. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember like what all I've seen in the like what all I've seen in theaters this year, but I'm I'm just coming up blank on a lot of stuff. Yeah, that, I miss um did you see by the way, uh real quick before we get out of here, uh that the guy uh, the whoever was like the former CEO of MoviePass has has bought it back and is going to try and relaunch it. No. Yeah, if you look up uh, MoviePass, their their former I get I think it's their former CEO uh, bought like 
because it went to bankruptcy and he bought it out of it and look with with the idea that he's going to relaunch it and i'm telling you there was a brief moment in time there was a good like four months where mm-hmm. uh movie pass was like the greatest thing that ever existed because it was nine ninety nine a month, and I swear I went to like eight movies a month for nine ninety nine. Like, oh yeah, I went so much to the movies. It was so it, it was a beautiful system. It was I had so many ideas where it would have been better if they would have like you know partnered with nearby restaurants to do like dinner in a movie. Probably would have been a great. Uh, uh, revenue stream but i'm not here to do their job for them i'm just here to take advantage of the fact that they let me pay 9.99 a month to go to as many movies as i wanted to see (laughs) and i wore that shit out and then when it started to have all the problems i had i had to cancel but i still have my card somewhere i still have my red movie pass card somewhere oh that's awesome i don't think i threw it away um pretty sure that i still have it um but yeah dude that was a wild ride because yeah you'd just be in the parking lot you'd pull up you know the show times you'd pick your show time you'd go right in slide the little debit card you're done like right on through gosh what a what a great time i saw so many movies that way and then they started to do, like, you could only see a movie one time with it. And then they did, like, you could only do three movies a month. And then you could only do two movies a, or whatever. Like, they started to add all these restrictions. And they did, like, blackouts. Well, yeah, you couldn't and, go, like, opening weekend. Yeah, it it was. They had, like, blackout times and that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, uh Fast and Furious 9 was actually the first thing I saw in theaters this year. Uh, A public screening. And that was uh, June 27th. Because we saw it. Yeah, it was the weekend it came out. Wow. Yeah, that's... Yeah, man. I mean, what a a stellar... (sighs) What a stellar lineup that is. Family. It was something. I don't know. Buddy, it was something. Buddy, this episode has been buddy. something. I don't know. Uh, we got, I think we can officially announce that uh, our last regular episode before our winter break will be uh, in two weeks on the 14th. Yup. I think, I think that's a, I think the 14th is a Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe it's the 13th. Calendars confuse me. Let's go to the calendar. I'm already there. Yeah, 14th. 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, 14th will be our last regular episode. We're going to have a bunch of special stuff. Um, we'll have to decide when we're going to come back. It'll either be the 4th or the 11th, I think. But uh haven't really decided uh, on that. But um, we'll have more information between now and then on our uh, show on the 14th, of course. Um, but until then, if you like what you hear... Give us a like, give us a share, buy something. We had another sale on the Redbubble store the other day. So people are, I, oh. I got an email and it was just like, you've made a sale. And I was like, oh man, I need to make that notification just be the ching. 
like that sound of it because I'm like, fucking love that sound. Uh, and uh, but no, we we uh, someone else, uh, a very nice person, made a purchase on the Redbubble store, probably buying their merchandise before the January 14th super live show. But uh, the Redbubble store pinned on all of our social medias. Uh, so you can buy something from there. We've got hundreds of items. Uh, you can visit patreon.com slash FWB podcast. Um, you can just give us a, give us a review, give us a like, give us a share. If you don't like our show, share it with someone you don't like and ruin their life a little bit, but every little bit helps. Yeah. And fuck those people you don't like. Um, they're the worst. <laughs> We're the best. Yeah, we favorite are. podcast, favorite podcast. Number one. Number one. <laughs> so yeah. And as always, if you're going to join in the conversation, hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok? I'm working on more TikToks. I promise I got some ideas for some TikToks that are going to be great. Alright, alright. Find me on TikTok. I trust you. I got one so far, but it's a good one. I trust you. I mean, it's, Regrettably, but I trust it's you. It's a decent one. Uh, you'll laugh. It's like eight seconds. Just just go watch it. Um, but I'm doing more. I got more in the pipeline. I just gotta... I gotta... Got to get the balls to do it, is basically what I'm trying to say. Just do it. That would make Just a, do it. That would make a good slogan for somebody. I know, right? But until next time, my friends, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. And, yeah, we're in the holiday season, man. We're we, in we made it. Christmas tree cake season. We are goddamn right. Yes. I, you know, I couldn't get excited for them in July. Like, you know, I know they brought them in stores for, like, Christmas. I couldn't. Yeah, no. It's weird to eat Christmas tree cakes when it's, like, 90. Yeah. Uh, my next TikTok is going to be, uh, I'm going to take a day, and I'm just going to go on the hunt for the Christmas tree cake ice cream. Oh. That's going to be my, my mission in life is to find it. But uh, until then, I bought four boxes of Christmas tree cakes, so I am in a... Uh, I'm going to open them all up. I'm going to tie my hands behind my back and I'm just going to shove my face, face, just face first right into them. They're amazing. Shove your face, face first. Shove my face, face first. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. So, my friends, thank you. My friends, thank you. No, no, fuck you guys. Thank us. We provide a service. We're great. We're decent looking most of the time. Yeah. So thank you for being our friends. Are we really decent looking? Would you say decent? Uh, on a good day. Ish. Decent ish with benefits. 